Hello, my name is Peter Barron, and on behalf of Cyrus Radio and FreakyTrigger.co.uk, I'd like to welcome you to the Lost Property Office, an office where lost property ends up. I fear I've been too prosaic in previous episodes, not trusting the audience to understand what a lost property office is. Forgive me for insulting your intelligence. Everyone loses stuff, the stuff they lose around here ends up here on a podcast. Everyone's a little bit of a loser, be it something as intangible as a policy commitment on the third runway at Heathrow, or just your dignity eating a pasty. Everyone loses stuff. And we've all been lost. Here in the Lost Property Office, I'll be guiding a guest through the items they've lost and hoping to distract them with some new items. Because this is not just a fake Lost Property Office, it's also a real one. I've invited my guests to have a rummage and see what they can find. Who knows, the rightful owner may be listening and can come and pick it up. So let's meet today's intrepid Lost Propertyer. Today's guest is a rock star, rock opera author, playwright, video director, raconteur, creator of the internet's first ever viral hit, one-fifth of MJ Hibbert and Validators, half of MJ Hibbert and his mate Steve, and the entirety of MJ Hibbert. MJ Hibbert. Hello. Welcome to the Lost Property Office. As you may have noticed, one thing that may well be lost during this show is my voice. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to... uh, cover up for me in those situations. <laughs> I'll do my best to wit her on, don't worry. That's not a problem at all. Um, so you've been downstairs. What did you think of the office? It was lovely. I, I'm amazed at some of the things. I didn't bring it up, but there was, there was a guitar down there. I know, I know. It was almost like it was prepped there for you, but you didn't pick it. I didn't pick no, it. No, it wasn't. It has actually been lost and has been there for a couple of weeks. It is quite frightening. It is, is frightening. Well, how would you do that? And why would I? Kids. Yes, I know. Ah. Kids, indeed. Um, you've picked a couple of items, though. Um, yes. You've got a book um, and you've got... A small a, piece of plastic. A small piece of plastic. Can you just read out a line from the back of the book, please? Sure can. Um, when Pat, on her second gap year and a source of some worry to her parents, is accepted as a new tenant at number 44, she isn't quite sure how long she'll last. Ooh. Mm. Sounds intriguing. I'm looking forward to getting onto that later. But first, um, we need to hit the uh, what I like to call the Desert Island Disc part of the show. Not that it's got anything to do with Desert Island Disc. It's just a bit like it. Um, asking you some personal questions about times you've lost items. Um, can you tell me the item that, of the most monetary or personal value, or maybe two separate things, that you've lost? Uh, well, I think the... I was thinking about this early on. I think the item of most personal value I've ever lost... And the one that's left uh, a, a lasting impression on me of panic and fear was um, my mum's fountain pen. Okay. Um, um, doesn't seem like much in some ways, but how old were you at the time? I was 11. Right, that's something time. more serious. And back then, I mean, we're talking about 20 years ago. <clears throat> I'm being polite, obviously. 15 years okay, ago, 15 I think, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I just started senior school. Yeah. Uh, so I was 11 years old, and as I was going, my mum said to me, uh, as, as if wishing to put more pressure on me, <laughs> um, here you are, here's the fountain pen I was given for my 21st birthday. Oh. Don't lose it. And uh, so, yeah, and it, it was horrific. I mean, I'll never forget. It was the most awful thing. It is among the more awful mm, things. It's a horrible sensation. It was. It? it was gone, and I knew it was gone. I didn't know where it was gone. I just spent the whole day... Basically contemplating suicide. That's how awful I felt about the whole thing. And how, how did you um, broach the subject when you got home? I, in the way that I traditionally uh, give bad news when it's my fault, I believe I cried. Oh, good. Very I good, think, I yes. think that usually works. That's yeah, usually if you, if you do, do it, it first, before, yeah. you, before the, they can't really... I'm so sorry, blub. And uh, yes. But at least you told her. I did tell her, yes. Because there's no, you could have got away with it and just said, oh, it's in my pencil case, I left it at school, in my desk... 
and then waited for a bit more time. I know, but then it's like I, I have uh, my soul is like one yeah. written by Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> it would the pen would leak, leak, leak in Into my in my heart. Soul. You didn't think like duffing yourself up and saying a big boy took it and ran away with yeah, it. Man, if only you'd been there. I'm, I'm full of these ideas. Trust yeah, me, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I went through all of this stuff. So, can you describe the pen? Yeah, it was just um, well, it was fountain pen. So it was yeah. sort of purple, dark purple with a gold uh, circle around the middle bit. All right, was it kind of tortoiseshell? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and do you know so much about this pen? I'm <laughs> just just saying. I've seen I've seen something I've similar seen <laughs> before. I, mean, I wouldn't have been in the air at the time, that's and true, I've, I've got. I'm sure if the police came around now, I've got an <laughs> alibi for it. Um, so she got it for her 21st birthday. So yeah. she'd had it for some time. Yes, had she used it much? Do you think, or was it had it been sitting around it, waiting it, it, to it be used? Been well, to be fair, I mean, my mum. If I was 11, it would have been 12 years ago that my mum had been given it. Right, she was okay. quite, quite, quite a young, young quite a young mum. Uh, no, I don't think she used it a lot, but right. I am like my mother. I am quite sentimental. And I yeah. think had, that's why I was so panic-stricken about it, because I knew how I felt and I knew how she felt as well. Do you think she was um, potentially setting you up for a fall? You know, in the end, it's something that's very, very valuable to her. Giving it to an eleven-year-old that she trusts and obviously loves deeply. Exactly, I think it was a, it was a learning experience for all of us. Yes. It's like for me to think. So since that day, when people have come to me saying, like a few years later, um, I, somebody tried to my, my, when my granddad died, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to get his watch, and I was just like, going, please don't, <laughs> don't give me that, don't do that to me again. I can't handle it. And uh, I think having seen the tears that ensued over a pen, I yeah, he said, "No, fair enough, right. fair enough, Mark." Well, she was she relatively stoical about it. It's, it's never brought up over the Christmas table anymore. No, it's not. No, it's, so. not. It's, it's one of those things that I've stored up. But yeah. I think everybody else has got over it. Yeah, or, it's even, stayed with me. or possibly even forgotten. <laughs> possibly. possibly. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to um, jump onto your first item of music. Um, uh, now you went downstairs and you uh, we did go through a number of USB sticks but unfortunately no joy nothing no. to be found not even the uh, tempting looking University of Bath one you'd have thought you'd have thought a Bath student there's some good music from Bath Bath moles I remember from the circuit oh yeah 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 good music goes to good, Bath yes, the, and oh, then, I don't, don't yeah. know if it actually originated well, sorry anyone who's listening, listening in Bath who's in an up and coming band the Bath moles club eh? do you remember uh, I remember it was, I never went there obviously but it was on that list it was on that list yeah, yeah with, the, um, with the Charlotte and the uh, the What's the one in Leeds called? The Holodelphy. Yeah, yeah, Holodelphy. This sounds like old people. I remember my nan used to say, do you remember the Roxy? (laughs) Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, the Jericho Tavern in Oxford would be one of those. Um, I'm trying to think. uh, Yeah, but Bath Moles... Always stood out because of the moles word. Yes, yeah. you, you stuck out. The Zodiac in Oxford. Zodiac in Oxford, yeah, which is now the venue in Oxford. The, um, oh, no, no, this is, um, oh, Chippenham Gold Diggers. That, oh, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I think that was one of the ones, it was a club that occasionally put on indie music because... See, I bet the Bull and Gate just sits there going, I'm still here, I'm still here. I'm still still here. here. Oh, even, even something like the Town and Country Club, yeah. um, which is still there but under a different name, but yes. It was quite exotic, and they're all gone. They're all lost now. All Most gone. Them, all all gone. gone now. All, all, gone. All, all renamed. All... I hope if, if there were any young people listening to this, yeah. they're all, oh, bloody hell. They're all, <laughs> they're, all, they're all probably all O2 Academies now. That's, oh, that's I hate year. those plays. They're horrible, aren't they? Oh, what beer can you get in them? It's, like, it's horrible. Oh, awful. I mean... To be fair, the beer you could get in most of those places back then was pretty ropey. But that was disgusting. Yeah, hideous. I mean, if you go go to the Bull and Gate now, and mm. unfortunately they've washed their, they've cleaned out the pipes of the Bull and Gate oh, now, no. so you can actually drink it and stay the right way. You don't get turned inside out overnight from drinking. It's important. That's that, that's that is quite disappointing. Anyway, but we weren't. Everything's bad now. Everything. Yeah. Was oh, good damn it! Damn it! The history is great. Well, we'll get onto that part of the show later. Um, so yes, uh, the CD you're giving me has got ten tracks. Right. Um, 
it said on the CV, CD. It said to cheer you up. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see if this will cheer you up. What track would you like to hear? Let's go for track number three. Track number three. Traditionally, the quiet song after two rockers. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, you, we got all this inside information that I, <laughs> I wouldn't be normal, normally having. So, okay, this is this is track number three on to cheer you up. Ooh. I think we worked out what this is, haven't we, Mark? Yes, yes. It's it's Roy's song. Yes, it is Roy's song. It's the my go-to band to be cheered up to, certainly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, so it's, it's chill out, isn't it? It is chill out. It'll it'll sit nicely under our uh, under our conversation. I'm True. sure he'll. Uh, if unless she's, I don't remember um, it suddenly turning into massive axe guitar solos and screaming. But if he does, though, that will cheer me up. Yes, <laughs> it, it will. It will be something to look forward to. Um, the next question um, in your personal section mm-hmm. um, is um, the opposite of what have you lost. What have you found? Well, I've I found some exciting things this week. I'm yeah. finding some exciting things. This isn't plugging because it's about something that's going to be out. It's a long way off. But we're thinking about doing a covers album right. for my band. Uh, because there are things lying around that um, haven't haven't been collected up into onto Bandcamp because we're putting basically everything on Bandcamp, right? Um, in theory, so that people can download our entire back catalogue. That's not actually what's happened. <laughs> yeah, they just play um, it right on the pages. Yeah, but they, well, I just play it. But yeah. It's nice notes there in case ever, in case they ever need it for anything. So we've been looking up um, all these old cover versions. So we've just found 
all this stuff lying around because things over like the past 10 years however long 10 years mm-hmm. there's all sorts of bits and bobs that we've done for um, for lots of compilation you know these trippy albums yeah 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 you got a very you got a very good version of Glory Days on the, um, uh, the Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen one. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it, well, that was quite good because um, I, mean, I don't like Bruce Springsteen. I think he's boring. <laughs> to me, it's always like I, I would rather listen. to... He sounds like Bon Jovi, to right? Me, okay. And I would rather listen to Bon Jovi. Okay. Than this. I don't. I don't. I don't. I know lots of nice people like Bruce Springsteen, but he's boring. Yeah, boring. Know, but yeah. So I think, oh, there comes a saxophone. Get off! <laughs> Goodness me. Um, but, but. Uh, the, the, the the delightful John Jervis who runs Where It's Like It's Where You Are Records yeah. recommended that song to us and it's nice I mean it's great when you do a cover of, song, of a song that you've heard loads but never really thought about yeah. and when you have to actually think about the words you go oh it's not a I can see what uh, the boss is doing. Yes, it's, it's quite a, quite an interesting subject matter. That he's yeah, doing, it's a bit like us talking about Bath Moles before the uh, Indeed, break. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, so we really enjoy doing that. Well, and that's one. That's actually, I think, that's our top tune on iTunes. Is really? that version of Glory Days? because well, because uh, it's a song that people have heard of. Yes, of course. Other yeah. songs. Uh, but yeah, but we found all sorts of bits and bobs. I mean, there was a um, a Jonathan Richmond com- a tribute album. Right. was in the offing a couple of years mm. ago, and uh, I took out my version of I Was Dancing in the Lesbian Bar. Oh right. Yes, from which I was bopping to on the yes. tube this morning. I was having great fun with it. So yeah, that's what I found. So just finding all these songs, and it's it's an odd collection of things to find because there's some. I mean, there's bands that I like, mm-hmm. um, like nobody's ever asked me to be in a Boo Radley's tribute compilation yeah. or, or a Wings. Please, somebody should do a Wings tribute. Has there been a Boo Radley's tribute compilation? Not as far as I'm aware. What would you do? I do Lazarus. I've got a yeah, cracking version. I've got a cracking yeah. version of Lazarus in my opinion. Do you know, the first time I heard Lazarus, I, I was. Um, here we go, going back into our old old heads days again. Um, I was I was I was a student, and I had a le- I had a tutorial mm. about ten minutes later, and the tutorial was about two minutes away from my room. Um, so I, I'd gone shopping and got back ten minutes before. I had the, uh, the seven inch version, so it's not quite the full. Not quite the full one. No. Um, put it on and played it, and there was so the one version of three minutes, three minutes twenty seconds on there. Played it again, still knowing I had enough time. Right. Played it again, thinking I can be three minutes late. I was fifteen minutes late to that lecture because I played it ten times. Basically, oh, it's, magic, it's such a terrific record. Oh, yes, it is. Oh. It's brilliant. Oh, so, if you're a Wings tribute, what would you do? What Wings would you? I do? probably go, well, it isn't strictly Wings. I'll probably go for Single Pigeon, which is a Paul McCartney song. On its own. I, I love that song. Right. Although every time I'm doing a compilation of anything, or doing a, every time I sort of, or if I imagine in my head that I'm doing DJing or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Band on the Run I was like oh yeah I do yeah, Band yeah, on the Run yeah. or maybe Jet or one of those <laughs> but you know somebody else will pick that nobody's going to pick Single Pigeon so. well, you, but perhaps obviously you've got you've, you've now dibbed both of these songs because you've oh, I'm dibbing away like that yeah true you, yeah. You, anyone, anyone else you want to dib for oh man well, other, other acts? Yeah. No, just wings. Just, just wings. Let's not push it. Wings just wings. Okay, just Do wings. wings. Wings and the boo I, I've, I've dibbed them. But yeah. but yeah, but you know, there's loads of it. And like we did a Ramones tribute. And right. I'm not a big fan of no. Ramones. I always think, you know when people go on about the Ramones, yeah. I just think like, yeah, we well, don't really like them, do you? you it, was like, it was ironic that they used to start their songs in one, two, three, four because it didn't have that many songs. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. And it's in people. Oh, I love that. I go. Well, they've got you know, it's, it's one song. It's a, it's a good song. It's a good song. It's a good song. I it's like song, it. Yeah. But you know, come on, it's come not, on. It's not not enough for Helen Love to base an entire career around, is it? Really? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I prefer Helen. I, yeah. Yeah, you, you think stop messing up, stop messing about, yeah. being silly. You don't really like the right. So we did a, a, we did like a fifteen minute long cover oh. of Now <laughs> I Want to Sniff Some Glue. Yeah, uh, and it's I believe it's one that people who buy the compilation album. It's the one they've. Switch back because basically we are taking the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. no secret we are. And if you listen to it, it's like, yeah, you didn't have to take the piss quite. That. <laughs> I mean, my favourite bit of the cover version is Emma from the band. 
she is recorded refusing to sing one part because oh, even right. she can't. She's like after oh, years know. of being in a band with me, she's like, "You've gone too far now." This is it. This and is you it. And you just hear going, "No, I'm not doing it. No." <laughs> Draw a line there. Draw That's a line it. there. So right. it's been a, it's been a source of great delight. No, so, and, and where um, where were these found? I mean, they were just on various bits of computers. And... Yeah, bits of computers, backup discs. Yeah. Um, the, on the some of them are on the internet, and you know they've been lost through various yeah. computer changes. I've just had a, my version of leaning on a lamp posters just right. been sent back to me. And... So are you in a position to tell us what this album's going to be called? Well, uh, we're bickering about it, <laughs> oh, okay. even as we speak. Oh. Uh, in the past, we've our past compilations have been Warriors of Nampantan and Forest Moon of Enderby. Right. So we think it's got to be something sounds like science fiction, but is actually a village in Leicestershire. Right, gotcha. Uh, my favourite is Savage Swords of Sirelby at the moment, Forest Moon of Hatton. Yeah. And uh, all, this morning, Tim came up with a quite elegant Evington. Evington, like Avatar. Avatar. Yes, I see what you've done. Which there. is clever because yes, yeah. Avatar taking on the guys. You see, if you get the right, you yeah, and that font is for use oh, as well. Really? So we've, hey, we've been on Photoshop already. Always thought that font was so lazy in Avatar. That's, yeah. that's what made me not go and see it. You know, oh, just right. the font that is being three D, obviously. And, I don't and, like. I don't like three D. I can't do three D. Oh. I don't do three D in real life. I, 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 oh god, I don't right, have okay, no. any depth perception. So anyway, enough of me um, and my lost eyesight. <laughs> um, uh, when have you been lost? Well, the most in my family, the most famous time I was ever lost was in 1977. Right. And this is like 12 years ago now, so you think they'd have got over it. But uh, every time we see my family, it always comes up. We were we, went, we came down to that London to see the Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had, oh, we had sandwiches and tinfoil. Oh, nice. And we had beetle tube. We had not beetle, beano tubes. Dennis and Manny's tubes we had. What flavour were they? Well, there were many flavours. Okay, there I just wondered if Dennis had came in a particular flavour. No, no, it, was, it wasn't even red and black stripes. It was yeah. sort of red and yellow and pinky stripy things. And we had, especially through, especially through the Beano that came with okay. the Okay, yeah. And, yeah, and I wandered off to have a look at the statue. Of course, they were interesting. They were interesting. We don't have statues in the fence. No. Nothing is over three feet tall <laughs> in the fence. Yeah. It's just, you know... And nothing has happened to commemorate, to yeah. be fair. Uh, Actually, I'm thinking, do we, we don't, I don't think there are any statues in Peterborough. I'm trying to think now. There's there will a, be one soon of a dinosaur or a robot <laughs> to mark the Battle of Peterborough. The, um, I think there was, there was there's, they talked about having a Morecambe and... No, I'm saying there's a Morecambe and Wise one. There was a joke in Morecambe and Wise once when right. they said they put up a statue to Ernie in Peterborough. Gotcha, Because yes. he was the mayor of Peterborough in, in Morecambe and Wise. Uh, but yeah, I went, and basically I, got, I, I went off and I was lost to my parents. Oh, the panic. Yeah. Oh, the terror. And they found you there? No, no, I was raised by a feral pack of cockneys. <laughs> well, indeed, that. That, that would explain so much. Go <laughs> oh, blimey, I can. and then they come, when I'm in trouble, they come running towards me. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, so far I've had quite a few lost children yeah. on this. Uh, and and I, I think there's a group of people who, once you hit a certain age, you're actually quite good at finding yourself, or... Yeah. Or you philosophically are never lost because you're always where you want to be. Hey, that's, that's beautiful. Actually. Which I think is lying usually when people <laughs> yeah. say that. That's just, just generally, they're people who can't read maps and yeah. therefore have come to terms of just being... I think if you're where you want to be, why are you looking at your phone? Yeah, it yeah. does seem a bit wrong. It does seem a bit weird. Um, so, um, I'm going to ask you about, let's see, your item. Now. Oh, yes, the item. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a national insurance number card. Um, uh, can you describe it? Because the youngsters of today may not know what that looks like. Yeah, well, this is why I picked it. Really, it's um, it's it's credit card shaped. Uh, the top half is uh, sort of a light blue, and the bottom half is a faded red. Mm. It has a series of numbers across it. It belongs to. Um, Should I read out? The, yeah, no, yeah, 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 if, if, if he wants to hear, he can pick it up. Uh, Mohammed Reza Hashampour. It's, mm-hmm. it's his national insurance card. And no, I just picked this one because it just because uh, I've still got mine that I yeah. got when I was 18 which is you know <coughs> just a few years ago uh, and it just reminded me of the great joy I felt 
when, when I came in. Or was it, do you get when you're 16? Is that I, mm, I think I got it when I was about 16, 17. Yeah, that and it's just, I remember getting it and being so excited. Was it a mark of adulthood? It was. It was the mark of adulthood. It was like going, this is like, you know, one of those credit cards you yeah. get. And it's like, and I'd never had one of these, but I, I carried it around in my, in my childish, by my boy's wallet. Yes. Not the yeah. huge bulging thing I, I have now. Days, but yeah. And it was like, oh, it was really exciting. It was like, oh, you know, one, I've never, ever, ever, ever used it for anything. No. Apart from, like, occasionally I've gone like, oh, what is my national insurance number? Because I've only had two proper jobs as well. Right. So I've never really <laughs> needed it very much. And it's on my, it's on your pace of business. Yes, it is, yeah. But once, you, is, once you've given it to you once, you know, you don't I always it. use pace levels to yeah, refer to it. of course. It. But it's just, I just think it's a lovely thing. That you, do, you, do you still get these? these yeah, I, I, well, I don't, I don't know, but I think so. But it's nice, it's like, and it looks the same. Mm. And it's the same colours. It's a design classic. It is a design classic. So, and it was, I'm just seeing it, maybe go, oh yeah. Has he signed the back of it? It's no signature needed. Okay. No signature it's, required. It's indeed. What does it say on the back? It says, "This is not a proof of identity." Clearly not. It's just a piece of card. Just a piece oh, of card. Piece of plastic. Sorry. And it says it on the front as well. So clearly somebody's been going around saying, "No, I've got my yeah, national insurance card." Yeah. Maybe it gets you drinks in places <laughs> that are a bit lax. Possible. What else does it say on the back? Uh, it says, give your... Oh, it's just... It's boring tax stuff. It says, tell your nearest DWP office if you lose this card. But that's no good, is it? Because then you've lost the card. Silly DWP. And uh, does a DWP exist anymore? I'm not sure it does. Oh, yeah. Is that one of the many lost... Uh, lost of departments. departments. Yeah. Be a D- oh, no. Oh, work skills It's and all gone now. Work, it's all no, gone there's now. No skills in, in biz and biz... Oh, it's... None of it makes sense. <laughs> it's all new. It's all different. It's all wrong. It's all it's, wrong. We are commercially, commercially <laughs> old people in here, bemoaning <laughs> the loss. Of, I the only one I like the most of the, the, the name change of the department I like the most is the uh, Department for Transport, as opposed to the Ministry of Transport, because the Ministry of Transport is the MOT of the MOT. Yeah. Um, department for they didn't ever change it to the DFT test. Why they changed it at all? Because wasn't the one where they, they were calling it something that didn't be rude? It was called like the transport information terms or something like something that. Like that. Yeah. There was a, they, they, they often do that and then realise afterwards. But I think these days, of course, everything's so spun-doctored and, and, oh. and gone through so oh, It's not like <laughs> not like the happy days where people would... Ministry of War! What was wrong with that? Come <laughs> you on! Know you are. We still, you know, Ministry of Defence. I mean, why, why not? But... Yes, it, it is. It is messy. So my national insurance card, um, I still have at home, but it's in two pieces. Oh wow! Uh, it snapped when I tried to use it to break into a flat. Um, oh, it was right. a flat that I was living in, so it's it's kosher. Okay. Um, but I had seen it on a uh, number of cop shows that you yeah. can slip it in and slide it down. You can't generally. The only um, way to do that, you just get out your gun, shoot the lock. Yes, I know. I'd day. seen that on cop shows. Didn't have a gun. Sorry about that. So I'm, I'm going to play next, um, not uh, from your CD, but actually a track that um, from your band, you and Validators, um, which is about a lost property office. Ah, yes. Can you tell me anything about this? Yeah. This song is uh, Holdors is a new name for Midland Mainline Lost Property. Mm-hmm. Like many of my songs, it's now become folk music because it refers to a company that no longer exists. Midland Mainline. Midland Mainline. Uh, but what happened at Leicester Station when I lived there is uh, Midland Mainline, who, who were a lovely train company. Yeah. They gave you free tea and coffee. Nice. They were really nice. They were among my favourite train companies. I, I have favourite train companies. Well, no, I think yeah. at the moment, who, who would you be? Uh, Transpennine Express. I've always had a soft spot for And I like the overground. Has anyone ever recorded Transpennine Express? I mean, surely, surely half man, half biscuit. I've done tran- Transpennine Express. Sure, it's Express. waiting to happen. Yes. It's waiting to But yeah, they, they, and they, they had a big rebranding thing yeah. where they, they painted the station different colours. And uh, uh, I don't know what happened because it was a weird period where they had... Um, 
a thing where they said instead of saying the train was late, mm-hmm. which it often was in those days, but because it was a it's what one of the things that has got better, I think, is rail company punctuality. It does yes. seem to have improved yes, somewhat. Because uh, 10 years ago, when I was first started travelling around a lot, they were always going wrong. Mm. And so Middle and Mainline, for about two weeks, were going, this service has been retimed, <laughs> and it's now arriving early. That's and it, and it, early, is, yeah. early is all. That's not and it was just one of these things where the entire train was out. People, You could see people coming for train just screaming with rage because they stopped doing it because it was clearly counterproductive. Yeah, yeah. People were tearing seats and throwing them out through the mini. It was oh, oh, the rage. Sounds bad. sounds bad. And around the same time, they rebranded Lost Property as... Um, Holdalls. Holdalls. I mean, yeah. It's a friendly place. If you lost something... Come, come to Holdalls. Come to Holdalls. And they did wrapping Christmas presents as well. Right. That oh, was that's the two, so things, the they two did. things they did. You may want to take that on when it comes to Christmas. Okay. All right, I'll bear in mind I may go to Leicester and find that out. Just see do how it that here. Works. I'm sure you saw our students need wrapping it. Something like that, yes. Here we go. Yeah. This is Holdalls. It's a new name for Middle Mainline Lost Property Office. And Hogwarts is a new name for Midland Mainline Lost Property. 
That was Hodles is the new name for Midland Mainline Lost Property. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. You ever thought about changing the name of the song as well? Just to... No, well, the thing is, like, we, only, we never played it live. Right, OK. Because it, we could never remember where it changed or anything. Oh, I see. Uh, that's why the bits that sound like amazing drumming is just because we could remember what we were doing. <laughs> and you'd never have to do it live, so it didn't matter so much. Oh, well, it's a good track anyway, and fits lovely the uh, theme of the it show. Does, thank you. It does. So anyway, um, second item you found out is which is normally the book. The book is uh, 44 Scotland Street by Alexander McCall Smith. Right. The best-selling author of the number one ladies' detective. He is indeed, yes, and an Edinburgh University professor of some form, yes, yes, I believe. Yes, so yes. Have you have you read this book? I haven't read that one. No, I've tried because I've read all of the number one ladies' detective mm. agencies. Because I I, try, I picked that one out because it's um, I, I've I tried with another one of his books, never really got on with it. But it just to me, this represents a whole strata of literature mm. that I look at and go. Ugh. Oh, I'm really, oh, really, and then every time I actually read one of them, they're I go, yeah, they're I, quite I, good. I've read all of Jeffrey Archer. Yeah, for instance, uh, they're not quite good, but they are very readable. They're very readable. It's like, as long as you don't stop when you're reading yeah, them, they realise how preposterous they are. You go, if you pause, and go, what? And hey? there is there is a period with Jeffrey Archer as well. I mean, when my my job as a child was to get the books from the library for the entire family. Right. So for mum it would be a Mills and Boons, for dad it would be something with a gun and a flag and a man's name on the front. Good. Good No lady's name. And certainly we got through the Jeffrey Archers quite quickly and he has a soft spot for Shall We Tell the President and... uh, That is good, actually. And uh, there's a sequel to that, isn't it? Or is it the... No, it's First Among... First First Among Equals, equals, that's right, and then Shall We Tell the President, yes, when she gets in. But yeah, so Alexander McCallsmith, you've never read any of the... what, what this 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 is a this is um what is this what is this series called this is Scotland series. Street or something children yeah Scotland Scotland Street I think this yeah. one's called and there's there's another series isn't there about three people living the Sunday philosophy, philosophy Sunday philosophy yeah. club yeah yeah I try I tried to read one of one of these other ones this oh I don't know Von Von Eaglefield that was it. I tried to read in a Von Eaglefield one I didn't really get on with it no but I I love the ladies text fantasy I know yeah, yeah. you know I know one should really improve in lecture but I I just find it be- it really I find it all quite moving it's lovely. What's 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 the core of it that makes it work for you? Is it just the the nice juxtaposition of location and a strong heroine and no, I think it's the characters. I just it's just got really the characters in it are like you sort of start off going, How can a, a Scottish man bah what is he thinking? And then you read and it's so lovely and the characters yeah. so the cat it's, it's like reading Wood uh P. G. Woodhouse. Oh right, okay. Yeah, the character's just wandering goes, Hello and you just want to go, Oh, oh, oh you know, it's like in Jane Austen or something, and the character comes and go, Oh, it's this character and that's, that's the thing about um, I read quite a lot of uh, detective fiction right. crime fiction and I do like a long running series yeah because yeah. in the end I kind of like it for the soapy aspect yeah um, 
Yeah, and so when you do come back, it's, oh, it's them again. It's, yeah. And when I was a kid, I loved the uh, Gregory McDonald Fletch books, uh, which the, the Chevy Chase film was based on and is a oh, travesty right. of. Um, really? Okay. There's, yeah, there's a small bit in the first one where he pretends to be someone else, which they then parlayed into a master of disguise. Oh, and, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just loved you know, and I, there was When I knew there were like 15 of them, yeah, it was going yeah. down the library and ordering them. Obviously, wouldn't buy them. Silly, but We'd the library. Those, yeah, ordering them and then seeing they had ten of them on the catalogue, but not all fifteen. And then yeah. realizing that they came in order, but he wrote them, but not in chronological order. So was, all that kind of stuff. Oh, so it's right. like, so it doesn't really matter what order you read. There's not much continue. No. But it's like I used to read Famous Five. I yeah. loved yeah, the Famous, yeah, yeah. and I, I remember like reading them, just like just thinking well, maybe one day there'll be an adventure of the famous five where, where nothing really happens and I, I would yeah. love to read that but guys, you know the, when they all just go around to the art and uncles and just just, just have a bit of fun just have a bit of fun yeah. you think I know these characters I know what they'd do you know I know they'd maybe yeah. fall out over a game of Monopoly George would be a bit upset with Peter and, and it, all that kind of stuff that but at the end of it they'd all be mates they'd all be, be mates wouldn't they? they'd have slept outside on a, on a bed as soft as any mattress yeah, indeed yeah <laughs> <sighs> Happy days. Oh, well, and if, <laughs> if you want to take that away, I'm sure we can probably let you have that. Oh, one. thank you. I, 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 I would have like Because sure. uh, well, unless there's a name on the inside or anything like that. There isn't, no. It's not. Oh, that's nice. I do like yeah. that. When you, I used to buy second-hand books when I was a student. Mm. Oh, when they had a... A decent inscribed book. Do you inscribe books when you give them to people? I do. Yeah. Yes, I, I think that's important. I think it? it is, yeah. Also, it, it, it seems like it might lower the value, but it actually raises it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. Is do, you, do you have... I mean, do you, do you sign albums and stuff like that when people ask? <laughs> Only when people ask. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did have a case once where um, I, I went through a period of when people would buy an album online mm. with, their, with their album we validate that, that song. Song um, is it? On that? No, it's not on that one, is it? Anyway, uh, and I would write on the album. Thanks for getting it. Yeah, do my little signature until somebody sent one. Somebody sent me an email complaining, saying, um, "Please, could you send me a copy of this without graffiti on it?" <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep my CDs in the best possible quality, and I was chastened. I bet, yeah. Rightfully, I shouldn't have assumed that people would want that. Yeah. Just, just send it for an extra pound. Say, you know, signed special signed limited edition. <laughs> yeah. You know, with those numbers. I was going back to uh, the mid nineties and buying records again. The limited editions of four million that would come. Just a little. Yeah, just the fact yeah. it had a number on it meant it was. Well, I, I think this is cheeky now because so many of these 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 indie bands now they do records. Oh, it's a limited edition. Yeah. It's like they're all limited editions. Yeah. And, you know, no one prints unlimited records. Exactly. Impo- it is of course impossible to run do an unlimited run because the universe is finite. This is very true. In, very in, true. But you know, I think when people say, "Where are you going to sell 200? I think like, "Ooh, <laughs> really? get you. You really? reckon you'll sell 200, will you? Flipping it. Come get on. to your mum. So-called indie bands Indeed. with their popularity. So, so talking of that then, um, let's go on to the, the big historic question. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be, so I'm quite, quite excited. And also I know, don't know how to ask it properly, but what has been lost to humanity that if it were found would make the world a better place? Well, I was thinking about this on the way over, and my original. This isn't my answer. No, nope, it was going to be like manners. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think everyone, everyone has that in their back pocket. Yeah, you good think, manners. Good manners. You think, and I, I especially because I sort of think there are extremists on all people who want to say you can't say anything because it'll offend people. I think, well, yeah. that's bad manners. Just because of the offend people. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the people. And then all the you know all the twits, nits, and all the people. All those. It's just manners. That it's all yeah. But actually, I think a more personal thing, which I think is lost to the world, which would be a beautiful thing to come back, would be newsstand distribution of comics. Right, yes, this uh, spinner racks and yeah. so on. In um, this country, I mean... It's we never really had it, did we? It, here, well, it's so. something that's been obliterated completely from America, which is a terrible... Because I love comics, and yeah. I think the loss of that has been a terrible, terrible... Sh- 
a shame to the detriment of the art form because mm-hmm. comics which were exciting and vibrant and aimed at kids I don't think it's a bad thing to aim something at kids I think no. kids deserve the best really absolutely and I think the comics I used to I mean no, this is an old side saying it no, no. but you know I think the comics that you read that were from that era didn't pander to anybody they just came out and said here are some amazing ideas mm. here they go and now you read so many comics where they go like well here's something quite clever that refers to something you'll remember from the past I think not I think they've become more nostalgic yeah. when they have least need to be so. Mm. And I think they such all the comics, all, all the films that are made out of comics and all the po- popular things, they're almost all based on Newstone comics, yeah. which are people working within restrictions, on very cheap, people drawing on very cheap paper for that paper and just doing brilliant, amazing things. And now when you can write, you can... You can you can write something. You think, well, I'm writing something that will be collected together for six issues. Yeah. Eventually, you'll see a high quality paper, and it's all boring. Yeah. And I think in this country, it's like we've also lost it here because you used to go in and see uh, like thirty different comics will be in the news section. I know mm. you still get the Beano and the Dandy and all the licensed comics. They are they are still there, but they're expensive. Yeah. And yeah. they come yeah. with you can't go in and buy two or three on your own. You have to ask for one. And then kids are now. Uh, the whole the whole idea of when it's women's magazines and yeah. you go well I'll buy the thing with the bag or the thing with the makeup box and the kids are doing that now as well all, all comics now have a free or... thing so I think it's a shame that we've lost the, the cheap nasty comics especially mm. the nasty comics well the ones that your parents would disapprove of exactly. so, but exactly. you could buy yourself and so therefore I mean 2008 was very much that for me you know, yeah. if my parents caught me reading 2008 I'd be in trouble oh, but no. it was very easy to buy on the way to school and exactly. keep in school and then give to someone else and also there's that so with the spinner rack thing or with the, with the newsstand distribution, because they are seen to be more disposable, yeah. there's less to lose if you're, you know, you can go for bonkers ideas, can't you? Yeah, it's exactly. Not it, like someone's collecting it and then going to go back, as you say, go, oh, in that episode, 15 episodes ago, you did this wrong or this wrong. And if you did, they made a made a joke out of exactly, it. Exactly. Whereas now it is... And you could you hear people pass around to their friends, it's easy, you can read them in the bath, I mean, nobody's put me in mylar, mylar bags yeah, and stick yeah, them yeah. in a dungeon or anything. Or oh, the invention of the mylar bag, that's a, a bad thing. It's really. a naughty it's, thing, yes. You know, it's, so, um, and, and obviously you would like to extend that over here more so that yeah, the I covers think, there and just, I, I think just it's a better good thing. comics. I think comics are a good thing. Yes, I do too. And I think for kids, it's, I don't, I'm, all, I'm constantly amazed when people seem to think it's like a lower art form than reading because you'll mm. think like, well, people don't get comics, like, but it's pictures and words. Mm. It's, it's not less... It's more. Yes, it's, See, it's you know, more. all of that. And yeah. I always when people sneer at it. I think, like, well, you clearly either you have, you've never read one. Yeah. And if you had, it was confusing and difficult for <laughs> you. You hadn't worked out that things don't move. And no. that's the same person in that panel is now there in exactly. that panel. And they got from there to there. So I, I think I think it's a, it's, it's a pretty, clear, pretty clear line you can draw. If somebody goes like, oh, comics, pa. You yeah. Think, well, you're an idiot. Yes. No, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's quite clear. You, know, you, might not, you might have said, I've read them and don't like them. That's Fair different. Enough. Okay, yes, that's fair enough. That's but then it's but, but it's a medium. Yeah, it's like I, saying, "Oh, the radio is rubbish." Yeah, and which obviously it isn't because you're listening to this. Um, but that that said, I have a number of, number of friends who say I don't like films. And I, really? really? Yes. Really? What? And often they're people who are um, obsessives in another field. So they go, "Well, I, you know, I just collect all music ever." So I don't right. like films. I haven't got time in my life for films. Is what they really mean. Right, yes. Or even worse. I don't know enough to be to uh, to, to be an expert, and so therefore yes. I don't want to look like an exactly, idiot, yeah. which is is a, a wrong headed uh, attitude to come to. It is. By. It's naughty. 
Right, well, um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. It's been lovely to have you here. Thank you. Uh, I think this is the opportunity to to plug any stuff you've got out there at the moment, because I do believe you just released an album. We have, yes. We've released an album called Dinosaur Planet. It is a science fiction rock opera. Which is why, uh, and and explains why the dinosaurs were lost to us. Yes, it's it's basically, it's about... uh, Beating that lost motif overhead. Yeah, oh, yes. Let me me do it. So, yes, it is like a lost property office of of Rocky Fan, because 65 million years ago, the dinosaurs disappeared. And now they're back, and it's a it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it is a wonderful thing, um, and um, I've also seen the the live version as well. Yes, with you and, and your friend Steve. With Steve, yes, um, and yes, uh, he's my friend as well. But in the context of the, the, context the show, he's my special friend. Yes, in the context of that, yeah. yes, um, and yeah, it's terrific. And of course, uh, all the back catalogs out there. On, yes, it's all there. On we just, and uh, I think. The Moon Horse, which is the last thing that me and Steve did, yep. uh, we've just finished broadcasting that as a podcast. So that's and that can be that's available on moonhorse.net. Moonhorse.net. All details there. There you go. So it's, it's the first time I've really had someone plug something on this. That's great. <laughs> it feels like proper radio. Doesn't it? Um, so we're going, I think we're going to go back and just double check if this uh, album is all right. So give me another track number. Uh, number eight. Track number eight. Okay, so on behalf of Osiris Radio and freakytrigger.co.uk, this has been... Lost Property uh, Lost Property Hotel, Lost Property Office, with my guest uh, MJ Hibbert. And this will be track eight of uh, what we guess is Melody A and Boy Rocks Up. But if we're wrong, you say, us in the, say in the comments and tell us what we are. Tell the truth The wise man's tools are